If you're not deliberately working on your personal brand, then you've got serious problems and you're going to have serious problems. Today I want to convince you why and to give you some tips as to how you can go about starting to build your personal brand right now. This is Tips for Lawyers. This is Chris Hargraves, and you're listening to the Tips for Lawyers podcast, where I provide essential skills and advice for young professionals looking to advance in their careers. This is episode 21 of the Tips for Lawyers podcast, which means you can find the show notes, a quick summary of what we talk about, and any links that I refer to in today's episode at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 21. At least I think it's episode 21. I pretty much always get it wrong. So... If in doubt, just go to Tips for Lawyers, click on the podcast, find the link, and there you will find all the information you need. So we're talking about personal brand today, which is a fascinating topic because I think a lot of young lawyers haven't quite grasped the importance yet of personal brand. In particular, I think a lot of young lawyers are clinging on to the hope that they will join a firm where the brand of the firm is going to provide them what they need in terms of going into the future. And the reality is that that's just not true. Now, I wanted to start today by talking a little bit about why you should be building a personal brand. If you listened to this podcast for a little while, hopefully you've listened to episode 14, where I talked about job interviews. If you haven't, you can go to tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 14, and you will find there. I did do a pretty in-depth analysis of job interviews, and in particular, having a talk about the clone problem. That is the number of clones we are seeing in the legal profession. And if you're in the legal profession and you're a young professional or a slightly older professional perhaps, just look around you. How many people look the same? How many people look like they pretty much could all be replaced with someone else? And that in itself should give you a story as to why building your personal brand is a good idea. Before I get too much into that, I wanted to talk about what we're actually defining personal brand as for the purposes of today, because it's a difficult concept. I mean, for a firm, it's pretty easy, and for other products and for companies, it's pretty easy. I mean, think about brands. What immediately leaps to mind? Maybe it's Coke. Maybe it's Pepsi. Um, I didn't want to discriminate there. Um, Maybe it's Nike. Maybe it's something with a particularly strong catchphrase, a particularly strong brand label, a particularly strong image, maybe it's something you've seen a lot on YouTube, maybe it's something you've seen all around the place recently, maybe it's a news channel, but brand is pretty easy from a corporate perspective. It's far less easy from a personal perspective, but that's what I'm going to spend today telling you you need to be developing, which is your personal brand. This is you. This is how do we perceive you? How do we define you? If I ask someone in the street, what do you think of John Smith, what are they going to tell me if they've met you? What are they going to describe you as? If they've seen you on social media, how are they going to articulate the essence of you? And that is personal brand. So we're not talking about logos. We're not talking about graphics. We're not talking about colors because all those things are relevant to your firm's brand. And just stop for a moment and think about your law firm or if you're not working in a firm, then you're working somewhere else perhaps. Have a think about the brand. And have a think about how much they have invested in that brand. Now, you might not know the numbers, but I can tell you, if you work for a corporation, then the amount that has been invested in brand is staggering. It will blow your mind 
if you find out how much has actually been invested in brand. And that might go to things like designing the logo. It might go to things like what kind of advertising campaign are we going to run? It might go to things like how do we perceive social media engagement? What kind of articles are we doing? How are we going to position ourselves? What demographics are we looking at engaging with and connecting with? It might go so far as looking at colour and the psychology of colour. Do we want a green logo? If we do, do we want it to be lime green? Do we want it to be dark green? Do we want it to be some other form of green? Do we want it to be more tending towards blue? And what does that mean? What are our people going to perceive? The sheer complexity of developing a logo is frankly astonishing, but that's not what we're talking about today for you. But we are talking about a very similar topic which is how do people perceive you and how do you want to be perceived? And that's really the idea of building a personal brand. So if you want to avoid being a clone, then you need to be thinking about your personal brand. Now, it's not networking. The two interact, but building a personal brand is not the same as building a personal network. Building a personal network is about developing your connections, and that's important, and I'm not going to downplay that, but building a personal brand is about working on how you are perceived. It's about modifying your communications. It's about who you engage with. It's about what information you share. It's not about, for example, what you wear, although that can affect how you're perceived. I accept if you wear daggy clothes, then maybe that's going to affect your personal brand. But I don't want to deal with surface level things. I don't want to deal with where you go to lunch. I don't want to deal with what you wear to work. I don't want to deal with whether you wear brand clothes or other brand clothes you know, some other non-brand. I don't want to deal with what you eat. I want to deal with substantive brand. That is, what is the essence of you so far as the people who look at you and engage with you are concerned? And that's what I'm going to encourage you to take a deliberate and strategic approach to work on so far as your professional career is concerned. So let's start with this. Why should you even have a personal brand? Why do you care? Why not just rely on the firm brand? I mean, you might work for a big firm. Maybe you work for a firm with 5,000 people. It's got a really well-known name. It's got a great logo. It's got a great presence. And the work just comes into that firm simply by sheer virtue of the fact that everyone knows that firm is fantastic. So why should you bother? Now, the first and most obvious thing to say there is you might get fired. That's pretty obvious. You might. I know you don't think you will. No one thinks they will. And then they are. Now, you might not, and so I don't want it to be a fear-based encouragement today to get you on your personal brand journey. I want it to be something that you feel inspired to do for your own purposes. And so the other reason is this, and I'm taking an analogy from a different place, but if you rented some land, let's say you leased some land, would you actually build a house on it? Would you build a house on land you rented? That's really what you're doing if you are only building brand presence for your firm, if you are only writing articles for your firm, if you are only engaging under your firm's banner, then you are helping your firm's brand, but you are not developing an asset of your own. And at the end of the day, for every professional in services around the world, a personal brand is an asset. And I want you to start thinking of it like an asset because that's what it is. It is something that you can take with you if you leave the firm. It is something that is personal to you because a personal brand is not dependent upon your firm brand. If you work in a law firm, think about the different personalities around. 
You might have the arrogant people, you might have the smart people, you might have the funny people, you might have the casual people and the uptight people, but there are different personal brands available all around you every day. And your personal brand and the way you are perceived is something that will go with you wherever you go. So the development of your personal brand is not something that should be considered as a project. Consider it as an investment in an asset because it is something you can take with you and the connections you develop as you seek to work on your personal brand and the way you're perceived are going to travel with you all throughout your career and frankly throughout your life as well. Building your personal brand will also bring clarity to you. It will help you understand more about yourself as you go through the process. It will help you understand more about why you're here and help you articulate your vision and your purpose. It doesn't do those things deliberately, but in building your personal brand and in taking a conscious and deliberate look at who you are and how you want to be perceived, you will naturally start confronting some of those questions that I think every lawyer needs to establish at some point in their career. So, we've established what a personal brand is, we've had a chat about why you should have one, and now we need to talk about the risks of deliberately and consciously developing your personal brand. Because you see, developing your personal brand involves effort. It involves doing something. It involves putting something out there. And therefore, it involves risk. The first and most obvious one that most lawyers, frankly, are terrified of beyond belief. And I've written an article about this, uh, touching on the fear that all lawyers have. And I'll link that up in the show notes. But it's embarrassment. It's looking silly. It's looking like you don't know anything. It's getting something potentially wrong. And when we start to look at some of the tactics for developing your personal brand later in the podcast, you're going to see that some of these opportunities are inherent with that risk of embarrassment. You might say something silly. Someone might criticize you. Someone might make a joke of you or embarrass you in some way or bring what you're trying to do to the public light where you were trying to keep it a secret. The next thing that might happen is you might accidentally give the wrong perception. Perhaps you're trying to be perceived as clever or intelligent, but instead you come across as arrogant or overhanded. Perhaps you're trying to be funny, but you come across as sad. Perhaps you're trying to be helpful, but you come across as patronizing. These are the risks you face as you go into this development of your personal brand. The other thing is you might feel like you're wasting time. You might not see returns on an investment in your personal brand immediately. You might not see the connections that you are making. You might be told that you're wasting your time. But let's have a look at the benefits on the other side. The first benefit is this. It gives you an opportunity to put out your authentic voice. Because if you're developing your personal brand, it is about you. It's not about how your partner writes. It's not about how your colleagues require you to articulate things. It's not about how your firm positions itself in the marketplace. It's about you. It's about how you want to be seen. It's about how you want to articulate things. It's about how you think that you should be engaging with people. That's the personal in the personal brand. And so the second benefit is it cannot be controlled by your firm. It is about you. It is not about them. You don't need to seek anyone's permission 
de- develop a personal brand, it's you. It's your personal brand. You can engage how you want. You can speak how you want. You can do what you want. And that itself comes back to the risk of embarrassment because if something goes wrong, it's your fault. You can't blame the partner who signed the thing. You can't blame the colleague who did the research. It's you. It's all down to you. But at the same time, as you go through this journey of developing your personal brand, you are also developing your personal professional status. Because in the tactics we're going to talk about, you cannot help but learn things. You cannot help but engage with people. You cannot help but articulate thoughts that you might not have had before. Because personal professional growth, if you've taken my essentials course and if you haven't, I encourage you to. It's at tipsforlawyers.com essentials. You can find it there. Sign up. It's free. And it will take you through the fundamental pillars of legal practice, one of which in my view, is personal professional growth, and that is a commitment to constant, ongoing personal development as part of your professional growth. And these are the things that will help you get through your career and constantly be improving. And developing your personal brand is going to help you in doing that. And the final thing is that personal branding and an investment in your personal brand is going to provide you with opportunity. It's going to provide you with a chance to break out of the mould that you might feel you're stuck in at the firm. It's going to provide you with a chance to write articles, to give talks, to engage with people, to ask questions, to answer questions. It's going to give you a chance to be yourself in an authentic, open, helpful and generous way. And you are going to find it fulfilling as you go through it. It is going to allow you to be you. So many young lawyers these days, I find, are confined to the parameters that their law firms put around them insofar as how they should behave, how they should speak, how they should write, who they should talk to, who they should have coffee with, who they should go out to lunch or to dinner or anything with. And it all becomes centric upon the firm. And the firm is not the only asset that you need to be working on. You need to be working on yourself. And so the opportunities that arise for you personally and for you professionally as you develop your personal brand will really assist you in the long term. Now, let's be clear, this is a long-term project. This is not a short-term project. You can't turn around tomorrow, make a blog and say, there, there's my personal brand. I put a pretty logo on it. I bit it in an About Me page. That's me. That's me out there. Now, that would be a step. That's something you can do, and I encourage you to do it, but that is not working on your personal brand in the sheer amount of work that will be involved in order to reap the benefits of your investment. It is a lifelong investment. And the reason it is a lifelong investment is because you as a person will change. When you're young and energetic, you might position yourself in one way. As you get older, you might position yourself in another. And as you get older still, you might decide to position yourself another way again. It will change. You will grow. You will change. Your personal brand will adapt and you will be able to reflect upon what you've done and how you've acted and what you've said and you will be able to change those things. It is not a static decision to build your personal brand. It is a constant decision, and you have to do it every day, every week, every month, and every year in all of your interactions. If you are going to be a truly effective lawyer and a truly effective human being who is invested in providing value through their authentic presentation of themselves. So there are risks. 
and there are benefits. And the reality is this, if you are not prepared to take a risk in terms of embarrassment, in terms of those things I've spoken about, in terms of the chance that you might get it wrong, then that's pathetic because the benefits far outweigh the risks. Anything worthwhile involves risk. And if you're prepared to sit in your firm, and I expect you're not because you're listening to this podcast, but if you're prepared to expect sit in your firm and wait for things to roll past you and rely upon your firm's brand and simply do what you're told for the rest of your life, then this is not the podcast for you. And you might as well switch off now because nothing I'm about to say about how you can go about doing it is going to offer you any value whatsoever. Those of you who are left, let's talk about how you can go about building your personal brand, how you can go about taking these risks so that you can grasp the opportunities, so that you can make something. Seth Godin wrote a book recently called What to Do When It's Your Turn, and it's always your turn. It is always your turn. Now is your turn. Now is your turn. What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? If you're going to listen to this and not do anything, then what's the point in listening to this podcast? What's the point in listening to anything? What's the point in learning anything? You need to take it and you need to action it. Now, you may not agree with everything I said, and that's fine. I don't expect you to. This is my opinion because it's my podcast. If you don't want to agree, you know what? Make a podcast. Disagree with me. Send me an email. I'll listen to it. I'll disagree with you back and we can have some fun. But don't just listen to things and not incorporate them in some way into your daily activity. So let's step through a few fundamentals of building your personal brand. The first thing you need to do is you need to define yourself. Now, I'm not one of those people um, (laughs) who uh, insists upon too much introspection but if you're going to build a personal brand you need to know what it's going to look like you can't define and work on and articulate and engage when you don't know who you are and it's important to take this first step if you're going to build a personal brand what is that brand what is the brand you are trying to build i touched on it a little before maybe the your personal brand what are the primary things that you want other people to say about you it's a compelling question Because most people want to be all things. They want to be smart. They want to be funny. They want to be engaging. They want to be generous. They want to be all sorts of positive things. But you can't be all things. Most people will sum you up pretty quickly. And they will sum you up by reference to what they know about you. So my question is this. What do you want other people to say about you first? Are you clever? Are you funny? Are you patient? Are you quiet? Are you crass? Are you engaging? Are you memorable? Are you tall? Not sure you can do a lot about that if you're not tall. Um, But this is what you need to articulate. List down a few things if you want. But you need to find the core. You need to find the essence of how you want people to perceive you. Because if they're going to trust you, they need to know you. And before they can know you, you need to know yourself. What brand are you trying to build? That is question number one. And before you do anything else, you need to answer that question. Now, this may change. I said before, your brand is not static. You may find that you haven't articulated it accurately. And I'll give you an example here. I used to think that my desire was to help people. 
And to an extent that's accurate, but what I realized as I engaged in legal practice was that more than my desire to help people, I had a desire to solve puzzles. I had a desire to take the complex and render it into the simple and then to communicate it. And that is a different thing to helping people. I enjoy the process of taking the complicated, of articulating it to someone in a way they understand and of helping them understand it. Now that's a different thing. That means I want to be known as someone who can solve complex problems and someone who can teach people. And those are, for me at the moment, the core drivers. And that's what I try to do through the website. That's what I try to do through this podcast. I try to take complex procedures and turn them into readily understandable and actionable things that you can do or that I can do or that anyone can do. So what brand are you trying to build? Once you know the brand you want to be, your personality, your core drivers, the next thing you need to have is a platform. Now, there's any number of ways to do this. And if you want to learn some of them, uh, you can get Michael Hyatt's book uh, of the same name. It's called Platform. There's plenty of other books out there. Frankly, if you, if you can't figure out how to build a platform in this day and age, then you're not trying hard enough to look. But the reality is these days, I would encourage you to be looking at the internet and at social media and at blogs and at podcasts. And the reason is this, the entry cost is very low. You can have your voice heard. You can articulate an opinion. You can engage with people with very little cost and sometimes with no cost other than your personal exposure. So look at the internet. It's not essential. There are other ways to develop your personal brand. You can engage with people on a personal level. You can give presentations. But I suggest the internet. And for you, and I dealt with it in the social media podcast a couple of episodes ago, I think the easiest and most cost-effective way for any young lawyer to start building their personal brand is through LinkedIn. And you do it not necessarily through publishing articles, an option available to some, but not everybody. You do it through engagement. Because your personal brand is about how you are perceived by other people. And the best way to do that is to engage with people. Share an article. If you enjoy something, share it. If you've read something, share it. Start by sharing one of my articles. I, already, I always appreciate that. Share this podcast if you get something out of it. If you don't, then don't. If you disagree, then share it and say, I don't agree with Chris when he says this. What do you guys think? Share something of value to other people. And that will give them insight into the kind of things that motivate you, the kind of things that drive you, and it will start to help build your personal brand. They will know what you read, what you engage in, and they will know that you're generous. Which, irrespective of anything else on your list, I think should be a priority for any professional services lawyer. The other thing you can do on LinkedIn, though, is not simply share. You can comment, join a group, comment on an article, read something, engage with people, ask a question, answer a question. These are the things you need to do to build your personal brand. And it doesn't need to be time consuming. You can do this in 10 minutes or less a day. If you haven't got a LinkedIn profile, get a jolly LinkedIn profile. It is not hard. Get one. Put a picture on it. Put a headline on it. Put your name on it. Do the rest later. Start engaging with people. 
Ask them questions about articles they might have written. There are articles everywhere on LinkedIn. You can ask questions, you can leave comments, you can click like, you can share it with other people. Start engaging with other people. The next thing I wanted to suggest is that you don't waste your presentations. So many presentations in the hands of young lawyers are wasted through a series of boring slides on a technical legal issue. Take the opportunity to develop your personal brand. It may only be internal. But if you're at a firm with 100, 200, 250, 300, 500 people, then what are you doing? You're building your personal brand. It may be internal, but you are articulating who you are through the way you present things. Put in a joke if you're looking to be funny. Make it high caliber if you're looking to be perceived as a teacher. Put some art in if you're looking to be memorable. Do something that aligns with the personal brand that you're trying to do. Now, of course, there are many many other options. Every engagement with people is an opportunity to build your personal brand. Seth Godin calls us the connection economy. And more and more that's going to be true. And if you as a young lawyer aren't embracing the idea of the connection economy and building a brand in your personality, your picture, your name, your profile, then you are squandering an opportunity. And in 10, 20, 30 years, you will regret the decision to waste this opportunity you have now and you will have to start from scratch. And there will be other people who will by far have eclipsed you. So do not squander the opportunity to build relationships through development of your personal brand. Decide what it is, engage with people, start a blog, start a podcast, do any number of things. If you want to know how to do it, it is this, engage with people in an authentic way. Every time you do it, you are building your personal brand. If you do it in a public way, then there is every chance that the way you do it will be shared with others. If you write a post on LinkedIn, if you share something on LinkedIn with a comment, if you engage with people, ask questions, send emails, make a comment, then you are going to build your personal brand every day. I'm not saying you should forget the individual face-to-face and telephone communications, they're obviously important as part of building your personal brand as well. So make sure that they align with what you have defined as your personal brand. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be someone who's one thing in the office and another thing out of the office. Be yourself, be authentic, engage. Because if you're developing an inauthentic personal brand, then it's not your personal brand. So be yourself, but be deliberate, be strategic. Use the tools that are available to you. Use the opportunities and the time and the engagement with people that you already have. And that way you don't need to build your personal brand as an aside. You just incorporate the building of it into your day-to-day life. But if you want to take it the extra step further, then social media is a prime outlet to do it. Use Twitter. Use Facebook. Use groups in LinkedIn. Use LinkedIn itself. Comment on LinkedIn+. Plus. Connect with people who you care about, send them a message, write an email to someone. There are an infinite number of opportunities for you to be you. And that is what is personal brand. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, you can find the show notes and the links to the things I've mentioned at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 21. I look forward to seeing you next time. Happy lawyering.